Eyes up, Guardians. We are live for episode 134 of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is Thursday, October the 12th, and I am the Destiny bad boy, not Ryan Fox, here with my fire team, who all of you CCBs know by now. Jared? Hey, everyone. Uh, we got Festival of the Lost News. That's going to take up majority of the twit, and uh, just looking at what we're going to be spending on our candy on the next week. And the Chronicler himself, Chato Cerro. Uh, we're getting our spooky guns back and our, it looks like, spooky lost sectors. Um, so they're going to be testing some stuff, and uh, we're um, I'm actually excited to get into it. And as a reminder, if you're watching us on YouTube or Twitch live, thank you. You can take us on the road via Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast services. Make sure you subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, click the bell, turn on notifications, yada, yada, yada. Don't forget... You can also leave a review on those podcast services. That helps us out quite a bit. And we will also read them live on air. Uh, follow us on Twitter at DestinyCCPod. Send us bungee friend requests so we can play games together. We did have a twid this week from Hippie. But before we get into that, let's listen to our intro music, who is brought to you by Link. He is everybody's favorite Link, and you can find him on Twitter at LinkofTimeG. Conquer's Corner, a Destiny podcast. Wow, Wink. Awesome job. Thank you. Jared? All right. Uh, two minutes may concern. It's almost festival to lost time. You know, Eva's returning to the tower. There's going to be candy to climb up in the trees and get. Uh, there's going to be masks to put on ever set of armor to go after and some weapons and a new change to the how the loot's basically going to work uh for the festival of the lost um i think overall festival of the lost does bring people back to the game because actually there was some people i, I play uh, like minecraft with and they're like when is festival of the lost happening they just wanted to know when that is because they'll go come back for it so um it's coming back on Tuesday. It's launching, and it's launching with Eerie Engrams. And that's a new thing that's coming around for this season. And you're going to earn those uh, upon completion of Haunted Lost Sectors. Legend Haunted Lost Sectors will have a higher tr- chance at dropping Eerie Engrams. So the more difficult stuff you do, more likely it's going to drop. Um, you are going to be able to focus those. You're going to be able to focus on the Eerie Weapons which is the Festival of the Lost Weapons, um, arms, legs, helmets, and chests that are exotics. Um, but those exotics that you're focusing for, like they just pick an exotic chest piece, it's going to be based on what expansions you have unlocked on your character. So if you only have two or three expansions um, and like the world drop exotics, that's going to be your loot pool. Um, the cost, though, costs like... Uh, for an exotic armor, it's going to take one eerie engram and twenty five hundred candy. Uh, you get you get candy by turning in eerie engrams and also just 
by probably completing event triumphs, just like like everything else um, that's been like the last was like a year and a half now of the event passes box. I think um, they really like nobody's really bought them out of us three. I think you maybe did once. Yeah, I think uh, probably what like before we even started the show, right? I think. Yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah, because I've been, uh, I haven't really bought anything in a while. So, Mm -hmm. but I I think I did buy them a while back. Maybe like three ago. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if there's an awesome shader in there, an awesome emote, then, you know, it's more likely to get bought at that point. So we have to keep an eye out for what all comes in there uh, starting on Tuesday. Um, but I think for most of us, we care about what the weapons and how much they're going to cost. Uh, a randomized special lost weapon is going to take one eerie engram and 500 candy. If you want to focus a specific weapon, it is one eerie engram and 1,000 candy. Uh, Weapons-wise, we're going to have a heavy grenade launcher, the primary auto rifle horror story returns, the energy weapon Jurassic Green Pulse Rifle, and the energy weapon Macabre Sniper Rifle. So, four weapons there. Um, interested to see if that grenade launcher is going to be any good. Uh, I don't see any details. I haven't looked at like the data mine. You can go out and find what the rolls are on that grenade launcher, but we'll break that down next week uh, in any of those weapons that we actually feel like they're chasing after. Um, there's a huge list in the twin of all the exotics that's going to be like in those engrams. So it's really it was a it was a fluff piece out there. Basically, this twin that really made it look really long. But uh, towards the end of the festival of the lost section, there's one more thing that, that you want us to note. And if you like mementos, they're actually going to be a new memento for this event, and it's going to be. Um, like a new car, black leather. And man, have I seen plenty of that over this last year. Um, I think it looks cool. It's, it's on a trace rifle. I think this is, we trace path. Trace rifle. Um, partially brown and then black leather as you get into the front of the gun. That's pretty good. Um, I'm interested to see what this looks like on some other weapons. I'm going to try to get a memento or two. Uh, over this next few weeks. Um, just a flashback. We had like a voting, was that like six or seven months ago of what armor theme was going to be for this event. And it's like a beetle one out, like insects, I would say. Um, cool. Yeah. Bugs. Especially the way the warlock <laughs> looks. It's... Um, <laughs> It's got the Rough. horn that can pierce the sky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's true, it does. Yeah. Um, moving on, the Crucible team. Um, it's going to be. It, I've been looking at stuff, and Checkmate is like one of the things we're focusing on a lot. There's only been like three or four updates to Checkmate, so there. Were, tweaking this a little bit um adaptive hand cannons will once again three tap 
against any resilience when they're inside their intended ranges. Uh, rapid fire pulse rifles will three burst at six resilience. High impact pulse rifles will two burst at four resilience with all critical hits. And then the reduced heavy ammo spawning frequency. Um, overall, this is a, a great playlist. I wish it was probably more front and center of the PvP rotation as of right now. With Iron Banner going on this week. I don't think there's a lot of people in Checkmate. Probably not a lot of people in um, Comp. Because of that, matchmaking can be really bad. Uh, depending on the time of day you're playing and what the population is actually doing. So they're looking in more matchmaking settings here and they're trying to um, simplify the bands of width they put players in. Um, I wish this is something they could just show you in game or what band you're actually in so you know where you're staying, what kind of players you're playing against, how are they keeping this hidden on the backside, but um, they're basically widening, wide, widening the window of players that you can go against. Spawning, uh, spawn locations, spawn trapping. Um, it's been around for like you know years. Like every game has maps where you know that if you get the map control and the spawn points, it's easy picking. Like you can go back to those earlier Call of Duty days, Halo. Like there's so much about map map control and respawns and, and knowing where the enemy's going to respawn at. So we all been doing it for. 20 years so it's it doesn't take that hard for players to figure out spawn rotations so i feel like spawn traps just it happens but bungie's working on the tweaking them and some of the worst ones um like cauldron and ultra flame they're looking into those and improving those spawn locations next season uh crucible playlist we organized and they're going to include some more 3v3 rotator nodes. Uh, competitive crucible changes, uh, like the weapon, the competitive weapon focusing that you're that you're going for, rank adjustments, and they're going to have countdown rush. Uh, trials flawed cards rewards, and they're going to have rewards for streaks that are less than seven. So yay for us for the other side to get in there. Um, more checkmate modes so that's uh dominion and 3v3 clash aka skirmish so i look forward to those um probably the more checkmate they put out front and center and make it easy for people to select and enjoy that's probably gonna make it make the uh, crucible just better in general uh, fox i think you kind of called this one about this emblem here i think you might need to uh you didn't call this? Okay. I, don't, I feel I don't like. I don't think so. I'm not going to lie, man. I kind of just throw a lot of stuff out there. I just hope something sticks every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I feel like it might have been just like not, maybe not on the podcast then, but I think you was wanting for the the crafting craziness that went on a few weeks ago or how people just like taking these crafted weapons and turning them into everything else that you wanted to everybody that didn't craft a weapon during that time. I did say that. To get that a, you yes. wanted them to get an emblem. However, Bungie yes. didn't do that. Because Bungie don't have the balls not. to do that. Yeah. They're P words. <laughs> you can, um, can figure so, it out. 
everybody that played between September 15th and September 21st will be getting this free emblem. Um, yeah. So this is... It's it's interesting to see the homages in the emblem, but uh, that, that top right emblem, on the left side, it shows the Amit, and then it has a shotgun barrel coming out of it on the right. And like that was the major one that people were crafting and using in trials that week or however long it was. But that was the one where people were just like, I have an auto rifle that is a shotgun and we're just getting just ignorant kills in trials. And since everyone else, anyone that didn't want to do it, didn't play trials, but everyone that was doing it was in trials and it was hilarious to watch. And I'm like, I'm glad I'm not in there, but it's fun to see that these people are doing it to, to each other. Um, but like that was the most well-known crafted one and it's it's on the emblem like it's it's a part of that emblem so i'm like yeah that's what cool. i th- what i think that would have made it better is if they would have had a picture of god before the amet on the emblem i would have enjoyed that quite a bit <laughs> like i wish there they could have made it like basically the same emblem twice and one of them was somebody that actually crafted a weapon and then the other weapon the other emblem what version was just the people that stayed true you know um like even just like changing the question mark to a different color is all i would i'm looking for there you know um but you'll see it you'll probably see it run around for a few days in game uh, a lot of people um like collecting all the emblems and man if you've gone for that you know six day window and you miss out on this emblem, some people's gonna be upset uh, just just wait for it on reddit um, drive responsibly because um, you might hit a bump and spill the drink. However, uh, Sparrow time, always on time. Um, it's been the fastest Sparrow in the game for, what, four years now? And everybody uses it because it is the fastest. Well, beginning in Season 23, they are making a universal change to all Sparrows. They will be the same speed as always on time. So, the a the, the other there. part of it though is doesn't always on time have four perks as well compared to the regular ones and it has yeah, that like, like enemies ignore you more and, and uh, just a bunch of you. stuff so it's like well it's just the best sparrow because it has a combination of all the good stuff yeah you can get some of that on the other ones so I understand why but like sparrows is not really meant for combat at all Right, it's like moving through no. patrol zones. So it now should it's be like be a the ship. Same speed. There's no perks involved. It's just sparrows are what they are. You just kind of roll around, do whatever. So, Jared, final, how, go ahead. How much, how much silver would you spend on a, a raise hell, praise Dell, uh, skin for your sparrow, like an Earnhardt, like black oh. with a number three on the side of it. <laughs> um. You know, I'm always a guy that will throw five to seven dollars at anything, but it won't be that. It'd be twenty dollars. So I would. I start say nineteen. That's a tw- that's a twenty. I'd pay twenty dollars for Earnhardt for uh, Earnhardt skin on my Sparrow, like a NASCAR uh, crossover. Uh, a cat's. Was it the blue with the? Uh, that'd be. I'd already said I'd spend at least twenty dollars on just a blue and white shader. God forbid we that's get true. Kentucky blue and white. <clears throat> 
You'd probably get like a little Jeff Gordon shader for your Sparrow, wouldn't you, Jared? I was a, I was a Jeff Gordon fan back in the day. Um, but I think uh, I stopped watching NASCAR when I was like 12. Well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, more in the toilet here. Some known issues. Um, and they're closing this chapter on groups. This apparently is something that Bungie did back in the day. Uh, started in November 14, 2001. And um, so they're going to be closing those. So anybody that's still out there on those, um, they'll be bringing those to an end. Is that grow up? <laughs> We're still doing those. <laughs> <laughs> and that's some hippie. So um, overall, pretty cool. Uh, an efficient twit. So that's it. So now we're going to move on to likes and dislikes. Uh, my like for the week is Chad took me around and getting me all the cards that I needed. I think I still need cards from whatever like engine thing that I don't care at all about from the season. I think I'm like one or two in there and I think I'm done. I, I on that note I think there is a a table of all the cards and where they come from. I'll see if I can find it again and send it to you. Okay. But uh go into my like here. Uh my like is 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 uh oh no. I put mine in earlier today, Ryan. Um is getting back into the GMs. I always like getting back into content where we got to put our our big boy pants on. Um get ready and uh actually do like a good 5 minutes of prep. You know, it's like, oh, hey, what weapons are we going to need? Uh, make sure all my mods are where they need to be. Um, is my discipline right? Uh, like, let's double check what the other guys are running so we don't, uh, you know, double stack on things we don't need to double stack on. And and uh, and then go in and, and even though it's tough, take it slow and, and just work on more teamwork. Um, it doesn't happen very often for us as a group. We, we get it on GMs and day ones of stuff. Um, I guess day one dungeons too, not that there's contest mode or anything for that, but there, there's more communication involved because we don't know what we're doing. Um, so it doesn't happen often for us and it's always, it's always fun to get back into it. Uh, my like is Grandmaster Nightfalls. It's kind of nice playing something to where it takes like four or five minutes before you start to line up all of our, no, no, I, uh, <laughs> honestly, my like was Grandmaster Nightfalls, but it was just fun getting back in, having something to do that took a little bit more. Like, you don't have to be completely, you cannot be completely brain dead. You can, you can be like mostly brain dead, but not completely brain dead. And that was fun. Uh, my dislike was, is uh, whenever you play Iron, Iron Banner. And you have to get so many wins to get the triumph in order to complete the no, no, <laughs> no. Uh, mine is being an adult and just not having time to play like I wish, like I used to. Uh, kids are growing up, involved in more activities, so uh, you know. But that's part of it. Like I get a lot of enjoyment out of that too. Uh, but you know, I could be a super famous streamer by now, but that's how it goes. That's the card you're dealt. Uh, mine mine's is, gonna... uh, oh, go ahead. no, I'll let Jerry go because I'm, I'm trying to remember all of what Ryan said so I can say it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I invader matchmaking. 
Uh, I just played some probably like six to eight solo games the past two nights. And man, the sweaty three and four stacks that's out there just chaining kills and getting assists off of each other and keeping the eruption going for their team is, man, it's tough out there right now. Um, I'm by no means any way, shape, or form resemble a PvP god, um, but I do like to go out and just, you know, I would like to win 45% of my games, and I won two out of those eight just because, like, the other stack on the other team was way better than the stack that was on my team. My stack was like, oh, we're playing PvP? Okay, we'll have double primary on and be fine. That's the kind of stacks that I got put on. So, Yeah, um, I played a couple of games of Banana and, and didn't get that experience, thankfully, because I, I haven't sweat as much in my entire Destiny career. Um, I usually go in there with nonsense weapons and just try to have fun. So my, my ELO is much lower than Jared's for many reasons on purpose. Yeah, um, I don't think so, but okay. <laughs> no, it's, 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 yeah, no, I, I just don't take it as serious as you a lot of the times. If I did, I think I'd be just, just a hair below you. I, I'm not ready for that anymore, but, uh, I'd be my, my, both of you if I tried probably, yeah, you, I think you had more <laughs> halo time than us being actual, like try hard. So, um, now my dislike is exactly what Ryan pretended to say, uh, banana wins triumph. Uh, the, the, the fact that one win is 4%. If you have all the armor pieces going is wild, like 5% maybe, but that's so many wins that you have to get. And if you're not running it squad, like, like Ryan and I did during the reckoning reckoner days for gambit prime, it's a lot harder to do. And uh, with matchmaking the way it is, I think didn't didn't banana banana had solo queue for a while, right? Like that wasn't nearly as bad. <laughs> like from my experience, that's I wasn't getting like going in solo and then finding a three stack that's just running around squad style murdering everybody. Um, I did have a couple of those this week, and I was just like, okay, well, I guess I'm just leveling up a gun or. I'm going to practice with this gun. So maybe I'm better with the next, next, next game. But, uh, oh man, no, it's the, the, the all solos is consistently not a nightmare for me. So having that not be a thing is, is very sad. Well, it's just the population doesn't exist, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. You can't split the player base. Yeah. The people are still playing this game or like, oh, they're, they're grouping up and stacking, you know? Yeah. All right, that is it for three likes and three dislikes for this week. Uh, next up is Gambling Corner. We actually completed a bet, you know, uh, Fox. What, what happened? Uh, Gambling Corner is one of my favorite parts of the podcast every week whenever we get to it. Uh, shame on us for that, by the way. So uh, basically every season we start off with 10,000 imaginary glimmer and we have to make a bet every week. And then with that, uh, at the end of the season, whoever has the most glimmer between us is the champion. If at any point somebody goes bankrupt, then they must sacrifice a weapon out of their vault that the other two determine the value of from 1,000 to 10,000 
whoever. Um, it's only happened a few times. We had to, uh, somebody had to make the ultimate sacrifice. Chad's been close a couple times. I got pretty close last season. Uh, this season, we did introduce a new rule where Chad or the winner, it's looking pretty good for Chad so far, uh, will get to dish out a punishment to the two losers. Uh, and like, but he can't, the second place punishment can't be as bad as a third place punishment. It's kind of where we're sitting. So prior to this week, the way that everything was sitting is that Chad had 17,000 glimmer. I had 11,000. Jared had 5,000. The bet was, uh, our next grandmaster nightfall, how many total kills would we have, uh, combined as a fire team? So Jared bet 476, I bet 417, Chad bet 416, and the answer was 388, which means Chad wins. That was a 2000 ante that we did. The Chad extends the lead there. We'll let Jared update our totals for us. I think that's going to put Chad at like 23. Or no, you've already taken the two out, right, Jared? Uh, yeah. No, so. I haven't did it to the rundown yet. I'm doing it on the overlay and then getting to the... Getting Sounds good. The we'll let Jared update this after... Once he's done, he'll update us at the end of the segment on our current standings. Uh, so we still have some more Grandmasters to do. We also are going to do a raid. Now, I had a pretty good idea... For the raid, I don't think we've ever done this bet before. Um, my thought is we have to guess the amount that, as a fire team in the raid, we can either do this as the entire fire team or us three. How many red borders are going to drop? How many red borders do we get during that raid that we did not have before? So, like the red border chess counts. Because that'll be like three for each of us. Assuming that we all buy one at the end, that's going to be three. And then are we going to bet that somebody gets a red border out of a chest or as a drop, total combined red borders? What do you guys think of that? Yeah, we can do that. I mean, it's got to be truthful, but I think we will be. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll stream mine so you can see you can see mine. I'm down, and we're we're including all fire team. Are we doing all us. six? That or it don't matter to me. However, you guys want to do just, it because we can do, do us three. Yeah, let's just do us yeah. three. The reason I thought if we do that, if we do us three, we don't have because sometimes we run the raid with five, and that might that might change yeah. things up. Or people that we you know don't know yeah. as well if we're running a new person through. So yeah, the, us three will be fine. All right, okay. what are we doing? Are we doing a thousand? Are we doing two thousand? Let's do fifteen hundred. Okay. You said how much? Fifteen hundred? Yep. This is in a crota, right? We're doing a crota. Yes. And since Jared we'll let Jared go first, I say. Or 
Jared, since you um, have the least, you can you can choose if you want to be first or last, no. or middle or what. I'll, okay, I'll be just last let him choose order. I'll be last. Okay. Um, and try to go and first. keep in mind, we are okay. like if two people bet the same thing, but they split. split if it hits. Yeah. So it doesn't so here's my take question. anything away. We are including the three guaranteed ones. I'm assuming. Yeah, three guaranteed, yeah. and then we can all buy and one. And then any and everything choosing. else. Oh, yeah, we can. the buy the buy one counts too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Chad's just thinking about the fuckery that can happen if one or yeah. two of us don't. <laughs> if he, don't if he buy does that, we can we can do the same thing. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. We can all we can all mess with it. Um, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hopeful here. Which is, sounds weird that this number is going to be the hopeful number once you hear it. Eight. <laughs> hmm. I think there's only going to be two natural red border drops from the three of us. One for Ryan and one for Jared. Shut the fuck up. I say... My thought was seven, but I thought everybody would bet seven, so I was going to bet eight. Just to... And, and yes. hope... But I'm gonna I'm gonna say seven. Oh man, he's got the good number coming up. I can feel it in my nines. I mean bones. Yeah, part of me wants to go nine, but <laughs> I just know it's not gonna happen, right? Um, yeah. Well, if I go low, if I go low with Fox, that means I can screw around, not buy a red border. <laughs> if edge out. Edge out Chad because he needs to lose. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna we, go seven. Here's the thing. Seven? Okay. So are we are we revealing when when we get it or at the end? Just at the end. At the end, okay. And and this is like uh this is a scout's honor. Well, what I'm gonna do is, is, is I'm gonna keep them on my character. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dismantle the red border yet. And once the raid is over, I'm gonna just take a picture of all the red borders in my inventory. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll stream. So mine will be. If there's any doubt about mine, it'll be. It'll be up, and and we'll do it at in orbit. We'll go back to orbit, and then we'll rebuild because there may be somebody didn't buy one, and you know. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Once we're out of there, is is when it it counts. All right. Because cause if you're gonna if you're gonna fuck with the integrity of the game, you're not getting to buy a red border after. After we say how many there are, yeah. Oh, if I buy yeah. one, I'll, we'll win. I'll win. I feel bad doing so. I'm gonna go nine. Okay, <laughs> he feels that bad way. Seven, but not nine. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. feel that bad. I'm going nine now. <laughs> okay, I ch- I changed it on on the on the board here. Okay. All, All right. Now that that takes us to fun. the that, lore. That should be a fun one, I think. Yeah. Chad, I know there's been tons going on in the lore these last couple of weeks, but I don't know if you're getting into that like behind the scenes of what's not happening outside the radio um, messages. Oh man, the radio messages are good. Uh, but no, we are we are continuing on on our book Sorora side. Uh, we will get into the story once uh, once probably once I'm done with this. I'm assuming there's not going to be any any. Uh, Halloween lore coming out 
that's new. I, they did a lot last season, but I think I pick and chose the ones that I liked. So I made it a one day thing. But uh, we're gonna keep going when with the book, split it into into three. So this is part two of three. And uh, once again, we're gonna start off with the title, and it's gonna say the name of the person whose perspective it's from, so you know where we're coming from here. So it's gonna be chapter five, Eris Morn, Mises, verse eight five blades. What is the nature of war? Ritual. What is the nature of ritual? Fascination. Imitation shapes desire, and Zivorath has become its great mediator. She compels those she wars against to war against her, and the object over which they war is existence itself. She takes up her blade and we take up ours. Zivorath cuts us, and so we do we cut at her. We bleed together, mirrored in our pain and violence. Savathun looked at us through a veil so that we could not see her. Zivo Roth looks at us through a dark mirror and she only sees herself. This is her design, her ultimate mechanism of desire. She would make us into her image. She would cut the entire universe into her image so that she is the only thing left at the end of all things. Vain and lonely. That is Zivo Roth, bereft of her siblings. The sword logic is predicted on such imitation. To return Zivo Roth's violence is to embrace it and its beautiful thesis. We are forced to react again and again as she makes her advance. We are forced to desire existence at any cost, just as she does. Fated? Inevitable? No, an ontological trap. The war mind knew this as he could know her the most intimately out of all of us. His escalation did nothing but mirror her endlessly. His self-sacrifice put an end to that font of violence. It was a frustration in her logic that he did so, as Zivo Arath recognizes no sacrifice that does not end in a scream. That self-sacrifice could not put an end to her war march. Only doubt can do so. And in Zivo Arath's more mournful solipsism, she will be left with nothing but that. 6. Zivu Arath, and some Greek word that I'm not going to butcher. Verse 8, 6, Lacuna. My navigation, sung by Zivu Arath, faithful sister of Oryx. The sky gave our sister strength from false shapes. She fell to what fell due, lonely navigator. That is their lie. Their companionship is strength. This is our truth. Their complacency decays. Existence. Their dead rise when they deserve to die. They will not meet our truth with truth. Thus they do not deserve it. They are not real. You were real. You were to last forever, our undying creation. I would die again to give you strength. I would cut my wound so that you may step through. You will not rise by false shapes, but with our unconditional victory. She who has been scoured of the sky now brings forth her brood. They have taken up your weapon, which is all that you are, and she will conjure you back with her, understanding. 7. Zivo Roth, Deathless. Verse 8, 7. Liminal. My throne, carved to endure by Zivo Roth god of love my court is war and you will find me there 
I am war, and my throne is deathless. Come, cut the outer curtain of my fortress, and it will lay open its new eye in a bloodless laceration. Cut forth to see inside its walls the yellow fat and purple viscera, the teeming rust-cut capillaries. These are the colors of war. These are the colors of my court. My gates open to the most life. The swollen fountains run with blood and burst with arterial spray. The paths are paved with small white teeth. They gnash beneath each footfall, their roots raw and alive. Look, I have raised cathedrals made of flesh. When a breeze caresses them, they blush and contract, fine hairs sensing the change. They are worshipped with bare touch. My throne shudders with joy. The halls of my palace are echoing throats slick and filled with breath. Its windows are glazed with skin, obsolescent and alive, latticed with blue-black veins. The seats of my throne are fashioned with living bones. Break them, and you will see their raw red marrow. Break them, and the wet pith will writhe. Two are knotted with scars, broken and reformed, broken and reformed. Look out from the terrace and see the worlds we will devour to sustain us. It is a mouth yawning black and wide and hungering. It is open and screams of base need. My court is love, and you will meet me there. 8. Savathun, Swords and Lanterns Verse 8-8, Ascension My sorry, sad, inculculated sister. She thinks she's as honest as a knife's edge just because she never speaks a lie out loud. But she's prone to contradiction, at least since our beloved brother fell. She could never quite understand it. Someone as mighty as Oryx brought down by liars, his bloodline destroyed, his corpse left to desiccate in Saturn's orbit. Zivu Roth actually believed that dreadnought of his was unassailable. But Oryx knew that he had limits. More than once, he took the power of our deaths to defeat something stronger than himself. She's just bitter she wasn't there to die for him again. She says she's the god of death, but I've seen her throne. It's a mausoleum for life with all that clothes. Cloying, comforting of the birthing room, wet and raw and filled with disgusting effluvia. I imagine it reminds her of her garden so long ago and all the things that grew there. She really shouldn't be so nostalgic. There was a game we played when we were young, swords and lanterns. Sothona held the lantern while Zero held the sword. Sothona would search for her hidden sister, and Zero would avoid the lantern's light. If Zero touched Sothona with her sword, she would win. If Sothona found Zero with her lantern, she would win. Sothona devised the rules, but Zero would let her sister find her. I still give her presents, too, of course. I gave her to her bottle, my gift to my last surviving sibling. She gobbled it up so greedily. She didn't even consider how it proved her precious logic false. What kind of thing is a gift? The deep doesn't like gifts. Neither does the logic. But we're sisters. I thought it'd be nice and share. Zivu was too busy to notice that little contradiction. She never even thanked me. What did she say as soon as she set foot on Torbottle? 
For as long as you have worshipped war, you have worshipped me, Ayat, Ayat, that was Torah bottle. I know a joke in a dead language. A bot. So uh, just because of the face that Ryan made, I'm going to copy and paste this Greek word and see if he can figure it out later. Um, but uh, it's definitely interesting to get these points of view that we we just don't don't have anywhere else besides here. And uh, the words, the the last words there on that Sabbathun uh, chapter eight, um, ayat is essentially meaning um, whatever is faded. So basically, ayat is just worshiping of the coming end is what's supposed to happen no matter what. And then ibat is essentially what happened is because I willed it. So it's it's a direct offense to the sword logic because the sword logic is I, I survived this fight because I was fated to do so and become stronger. Um, and I bought is like, no, I won because I decided that instead of fate. So it's a fight against fate. Um, so that's why it's such a joke in, in Sabathun's eyes because, because Ayat is, is their whole deal. And Ibot is just the opposite of that. But, uh, We'll finish up this book next week as long as something super interesting doesn't happen with uh, the Halloween event. I'm I'm sure nothing will. Um, but uh, yeah, excited to finish that and then and get into the last book. Ready for the mailbag? Oh, yeah. Yeah. A couple of good questions in this one. And... Uh, if anybody's watching live, uh, don't forget that you can put in the chat your guest for the number. We do a lottery ball at the end of the show. If you win, if your comment's in before the lottery ball and you hit it, we'll give you something. We don't know what yet, but we'll give you something. Question one, is the Zivu arc essentially done? Will we see Zivu on the screen at any point? I think I what think we've, so. I think what we've, uh, well, what I've kind of plurally picked up is, is without the throne world, they don't have it. Uh, Zivu doesn't have an immediate way to teleport into our kind of area. Um, so it's, she's going to be a little bit slower travel because she's going to want to move war moons with her. Um, she's going to want to bring her entire army and without her throne world where she can just pop them into the throne world and then pop them out wherever wherever they want to, they're going to go slow. Um, so I think what we thought, or at least kind of as just a general throwing things out the last time we talked about this was um, Zivu's not coming back until the maybe next year in during that Hive chapter. Um, and even then we're not sure because um, that might be another Savathun thing. But uh, that that's more... My guess is more likely we will not see Zivu until that Hive episode happens next year. Uh, it's not. It's not over. Uh, she's still going to be in the background, lurking and just waiting for us to be weak, and then that's when she'll strike. So, um, nope, she's still out there. Question two. Uh, prediction for the cost of the festival of the lost armor. Do you think that you'll be able to purchase it with 
Bright Dust. Mm. Um, it's gonna be fifty. It's gonna be what fifteen dollars or six thousand Bright Dust and that kind of the. Yeah, but didn't they like start raising prices on everything yeah. the last? I think. What, what do you think? It's gonna be two thousand silver. No, or, there's there's no way. It used then, to be ten dollars or six thousand bright dust, mm-hmm. but fifteen has been like the cost of seasonal armor. Um, <clears throat> I guess the cost of shipping it has uh, made it rise. You know, the cost of all that. Um, yeah. But I just don't. I mean, would you spend nine thousand bright dust on it? No. So here, with armor, if I'm going to buy armor, I'll just pay the silver and get it. I don't spend bright dust on those because I keep bright dust for all of the exotic ornaments whenever they are in for for free. Yeah, same. Okay, um, my final guess is going to be fifteen dollars, eight thousand bright dust. Hmm. Oh man. Yeah. 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 Uh one must go. Ravioli, spaghetti, pizza, or lasagna. Is this individual or as a podcast? I would do it as a podcast, okay. Pizza is staying. I'll fight somebody <clears throat> over pizza. Like pizza's not pizza's tier one. Like it's on like it's it's so far and above the other three. It's like not even in the same game. I mean, if you really break it down, these three are all the same thing. No, they're not. I'm, no. I think ravioli and lasagna are closer, but no. they're all breads, meat sauces. Lasagna, lasagna, shitty spaghetti. Lasagna's got to go. What? No. What? Okay, I was going to say spaghetti can't spaghetti. go because you need something to entertain ravioli. children. I think ravioli needs to go. I would yeah. prefer ravioli over lasagna, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight hard for it. If you two are, what what ravioli have you had in your life that you just liked it so much better than lasagna? You might have heard of him. He's, tiny a, he's a pretty he's a pretty famous chef, Chef oh, Boyardi. Stop! No, not that ravioli. Boyardi. <laughs> I mean, he is famous. He's in every grocery store I've ever been in. But I'm saying nobody else has that sort of coverage. It's true. Nobody else has that much sugar in their their pasta sauce. I think that the mini raviolis from the Chef Boyardi is a lot better than the normal size raviolis or the overstuffed. I will say that. Oof. No, yeah. Raviolis <laughs> Jared, Jared, Jared just has no idea what to say. Um, Honestly, I'm kind of more of a tortellini than a ravioli guy myself. Yeah, no, tortellini's my okay. guy. So ravioli's yeah. gotta go. Yeah. All right, so. Ravioli's gone. All right. Man. I'm sad. She's just gonna drop out lasagna like <laughs> I I don't know. I'm, I'm not a one. I'm still not a lasagna. I'm not have a lasagna had, guy. Have you had an Alfredo lasagna? I'm not sure that I have actually. Dude, have you had I've one had... of my lasagnas? I don't think that would ship well. Question no. four. This has been one of my all-time favorite questions that's ever been sent in. 
Which character on either The Office or Seinfeld would be the best FPS competitive player? And which one would be the best MMO player? I've thought about this all day, so I have an answer, but I don't know. Do you, do you guys, are you guys, do you guys watch Seinfeld at all? Are you too young oh, for yeah. Seinfeld? Oh yeah, I watch Seinfeld. Okay. So, uh, hmm. I feel like the office one's pretty easy. Assuming we're taking one from each show. Okay, one from each show. Okay, okay. All right, for for FPS player from Seinfeld, I'm taking George because he'll freak out. And he'll just, like, go rage mode <laughs> trying to get, like, like button smashing, like, everything. Um, I, I would just want to see it, first of all, is see George <laughs> try to play an FPS. That would that would be that would be good. Um, so, if if we're sticking with FPS player, the answer has got to be Karen Villapelli, right? Like Call of Duty, oh, no. <laughs> you know, like they kind of no. had, they kind of had that. So that was where my mind went. But I also thought that uh, Ryan would probably be probably be pretty good. For that and if we're talking if we're talking like Seinfeld FPS player I was thinking uh, Kramer Kramer was kind of my my one that he would just you know he's so quirky he would just have like stupid reflexes or something you know just something wild so that was kind of my thoughts for that one Um, like on the office, I'm trying to think of another person I think that would be good at at the game. That you know, that half Call of Duty episode that they that they did at the Nashville. Wait, no, that was not Nashville Branch. It was Stanford. Stanford. That's an N, not an M, right? So, um, outside of that, like at the, I was thinking Creed would somehow be good at something. <laughs> You know, Creed, or he, uh, he killed people. He and, killed people. and Angela would be pretty funny. Like if she was just really good at competitive shooters. Yeah. Uh, but like Kevin is probably, you know, like how uh -huh. he's good. He's like World Series of Poker, like bracelet winner and stuff. Yeah. At the so. end of the basketball episode, he's just like draining threes. It's just draining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I right, MMO player then. Uh, I thought for the office, I thought Michael solely because all he wants is friends and he could, everybody would just take advantage of him. Everybody would just take advantage of him, take all this good stuff because all he wants to do is have friends. Um, but also like, I thought that would be pretty funny. Yeah. And then like, you know, Dwight already played, what was it? Second life and third life or whatever. <laughs> yeah and uh seinfeld uh newman newman is the one that i thought of for the mmo for whatever reason like uh he quits delivering the mail again and gets addicted to world of warcraft so that was kind of my kind of where i was at there 
um, Putty, the mechanic that like Lane's like always going to in and out of his relationship. <laughs> yeah, I just feel I like mean, he will just like troubleshoot everything in an MMO and tell you what the mechanic is and, and get through <laughs> it. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your service, Chad. And the last question. Lottery ball. Here the numbers so far. We've had six, two, eleven, and ninety-nine. Six, two, eleven, and ninety-nine. Give me one second for the integrity of the game here. Yeah. Um, so Fox is pulling up a random number generizer. He is going to get the one through one hundred up there. Does it three or five times? I forget which one it is or whatever one it lands on. That's do it three times. Do it three times. So we're in roll one, roll two, and what numbers are you guys thinking? I'm going 28. 78. 69. Oh, no. that's the, That was my guess last week. 17. Mm. The answer is 17. That is just absolute pain. So Halloween's right coming up. Um, and like this Halloween candy. So we're going to do the, the Mount Rushmore Halloween candy on that episode. But until then, uh, we got like a big bag of it. And like, remember the Laffy Taffies and they have jokes on there? Yeah. You got a joke for us? I do. <clears throat> what has a neck, no head, and wears a cap? Say that again. What has a neck, no head, and wears a cap? Uh, is it like a glass bottle or something? It's a bottle. Yeah, a bottle. Let's go. Let's go. What Ryan said. Let's go. <laughs> All right. That brings us to the end of the episode this week. Uh, not a lot going on in Destiny time, so we're we're doing our best. So if you have any uh, ideas, questions, thoughts, comments, concerns, Hit us up on Twitter at DestinyCCPod. I'm going to let these other two guys sign off. Yeah, uh, doing a Crota probably maybe tomorrow night and uh, or Saturday night. Um, we've been struggling to get people. Like, well, like three or four of us would be ready to go, and then we can't get another two or three, and it's just that's what's happening. So um, if you want to get involved, you can hit us on Discord or Twitter, and uh, we'll get you a bunch of IDs. Go from there. Yeah, definitely. We uh, we want to run more people through there, get more people learned so that we can just make everything sm super smooth. And I'm an idiot and never hit start streaming onto Twitch to get this on there live. So uh, with that being said, go Cats. Love you guys. <laughs>